So welcome back to the Diaries of the Wild Ones. Now we have another Naughty Boy episode for you guys. So instead of my normal sponsors, and you guys know who they are and how amazing they are, but for this episode, let's give a huge shout out to Get Well Soon Australia, the organic hemp farm bringing us CBD oil. I've said it before, the science is in, the results are in. Now this stuff works. Now it's supporting local farmers, it's supporting small business, it's supporting people getting benefits. Now, due to current legislation in Australia, we have to say it's for topical use only. But for me, personally, I put some drops under my tongue every morning and night. Now, if you guys want to give CBD oil a go, if you're unsure, shoot Luke a message on Instagram, GetWellSoonAustralia, or go to the website, GetWellSoon.com.au. And if you guys want 10% off, go to getwellsoon.com.au and put in the 10% discount code WILDONES, all one word, capital letters. That's getwellsoon.com.au and the 10% discount code is WILDONES. So only WILDONES for this code. All one word, capital letters. Okay, now due to popular demand, we are back with conversations with an enlightened elder. This episode is part three. Now, for those who haven't listened to the first two episodes of Conversations with an Enlightened Elder, it's basically conversations I have with Rio about life, just trying to figure out my own life. We get high and we just have a conversation. I have these conversations with Rio for myself, for my own self-reflection and my own grounding. He makes me think and he makes me ponder. He gives me a space of no judgment where it's okay to just talk openly and for him too as well. And I always just learn so much about myself. These conversations, like I have to stress, we don't know anything. We're just bouncing around ideas and playing with different concepts. But although they are not adventure stories, they are some of my highest rated episodes as I find learning about myself is just a byproduct of the adventurous lifestyle and learning like how to self-reflect and who we are as individuals is what gives me the ability to be able to follow my dreams. So for me, conversations like this are just so, so important. Now we talk about a song I recorded in this, and I'm going to finish this episode with that song. Now this song is literally an expression of the moment we were having. But the more I think about it, the more I realize it's a product of the adventurous lifestyle as it's all about honor and living your own truth, going into your own fears. And the more I find I live like this, the more I learn about myself and the more I follow my truth, the more honorable I become. So I hope you guys like the song and our stoned ramblings. But yeah, enjoy this one, guys. I've got to unhook everything. Like, everything's tangled. Put you... Oh, man. I'll just put your thing through there. And then... Oh, no. No, it isn't. That's perfect. It's not tangled. It's perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, man. Wait, can you hear these beanbags? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's pretty. I'm going to end up kicking you off that beanbag, aren't I? You're going to be so noisy. Oh, no, I'm not moving. No, it's like... <laughs> you always move on a beanbag. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you might be right about that. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. This thing, it's dry. That, that's not lit, is it? Uh, it is now. Oh, I know it's just the paper. Anywhere. It was just the paper that got lit. Yeah. Okay, okay. You got to get actually the the middle. 
I know you got it. Yeah, hey, yeah. When you do that and you have like this huge puff and you're like, oh shit. You know, like when you know, when you get too high accidentally. Do you want to know the other night? Yeah. I got up and I thought oh, I'll have a bit of oil. Yeah. You know what I mean? What kind of oil? <laughs> like th- like motor oil? Yeah, th- like oh, I know. Weed oil. Okay, yeah. so, oh, I'll have a bit of oil, right? And Steph had this one there at my place. It was like, <coughs> I don't know. So there was one on the bench. Let me see that lighter. And I was like, oh, I wonder how much you have of this. Like, you normally just have a couple of drops. I accidentally had half a dropper. And I've done that before. And you end oh, up just pretty stoned. You're like, all right, you go to bed. But anyway, I was literally, I was like, oh, I'll just like have a drop and see what this one's like and go to sleep. Yeah. I fucking had half a dropper of this thing. I literally had a half a fucking drop. <laughs> go to bed. An hour later, I wake up feeling real weird. I'm like, oh my God. I'll go out into the balcony to have a piss. The whole world starts caving in on me and I start thinking Whoa. I'm going to die. You know that panic of when you're too baked and you're like, oh my God. And I realized I'd had way too much oil and the stuff must have been real strong and I was just peeking. <laughs> so I go to bed. I Dude, I didn't sleep at all the whole night. I greened out. All night, I get up in the morning, go to go surfing, and I go to Steph. I'm like, Wait, you've got to drive. I haven't slept. I'm so stoned. She's like, What? I was like, I've been greening out all night. (laughs) She's like, What? And we go down to the point, and it's pumping. You know what's sick? What I love, like, no matter what zone you're in, when you have to step up to the plate, you step up. You know, yeah. I was so backed up. I hadn't slept the whole night. And then I looked at the point and it's pumping. All my mates are waxing the ball. Everyone's like, yeah, we're out. Like, and I was looking and I paddled out and just had the best surf. Wow. So, such good ways. Like, no sleep, greening out, like, baked. But, you know, once I started surfing and put my energy there, does that go out again? Yeah. Rio, we got kicked out of where we normally do our podcast. Yeah, no. <laughs> You're in your daughter's, your old, your, your old daughter's room, your ex-daughter. No, you're in Shani's room, who's Shani's. not living here right now. Shani, at least it's not Serb, man. <laughs> Bring up your ex-boyfriends. On I know, man. She does get grumpy about that. Sometimes. Why don't you tease her about it? No, like no, exes. if I would let Seb sleep in her room when she wasn't around. Oh, because you guys oh. are still mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what? I fucking like that about you rio it's like i find that real weird in relationships that the friend group has to choose sides kind of thing and like your daughter had a boyfriend at one stage in her life and like he's a good dude and everyone gets along with him yeah just because they broke up it's like why does that relationship it's like sucks that you have to do that yeah me and that we feel we have to. yeah, yeah. Me and Seb are really tight and you're still mates and you have you're not like well, there was no on your thing like, what is that in you that can look at your daughter, like, say, her, your daughter breaks up with a dude. Yeah. And then you can still be mates with him and mates with her and have love for either. You know what I mean? Because like, And it works. And it, and works. it works. It works. You know, like, it's never like it's a problem. You know? We like, were at that party. I'm so sorry to bring Shani into this. But remember, we were <laughs> at a party. She is, what, 28 now? Yeah. So, okay, let's say over the last 10 or 11 years or whatever, she's had three boyfriends, right? Yeah. And remember, we were at that party in Brisbane. And because exactly how you are and how you've bought, how you and Elvion have brought the kids up or whatever, everyone's just open and friendly and everything. And you're still mates with everyone. Everyone's still mates with everyone. And in the same friend group, remember we were sitting there and all three of Shani's boyfriends were in the conversation with us with Shani. It was like, you and me. <laughs> and I was like, how is this not awkward for anyone? And it, it wasn't. wasn't. Everyone was just hanging out. Just like, oh, yeah. 
It was fun, huh? It was actually just kind of like really cruisy. But how do you create that? It's like not having a weird thing. Have you ever like, it's not not weird for you, but you know it is weird for the other person. Like I dated this girl once mm. and now she's dating like, after that she started dating this guy and he's a really good guy and I really like him. Yeah. But I know he's like, oh, he's, he's a bit weird with me. You know what I mean? Because I dated this girl. You just, know what I mean? Just, so it's like... Yeah, get, just you know, get to be his mate. No, but I do. And I've broken that now. It's sick. Like for ages, I always run into this guy and he's such a cool dude and I know he is. And I'm like, no weird shit for me. You know what I mean? It's all cool, but I could tell it was for him. So it was more of an extra effort. Like it's more saying like, hey man, I'm safe. I'm not after you, chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's all cool. You know, like kind of thing. Like, And so every time I've seen, I've just put a little bit more effort into like oh what's going on and like just things like remembering his name what he does like you know and how's this all going and stuff you know it's like hey and the last two times i've run into him has been like running into like a, a mate it's like hey what's going on dude like yeah sick you know what i mean awesome yeah but the first couple of times he just like couldn't look me in the eye like was real standoffish with me you know yeah. what i mean he knew he's like oh, what's this guy about you know yeah yeah that's fair enough you know but why guess- are we like that you know what I mean? Like, what, like, what is it in you when it's your daughter? I forgot that question. Mm. Um, what was- I, I'll tell you what. Okay, for me, okay, what, what it is for me is, uh, I, I'm, okay. How would I put it? Uh, it's, it's not that I don't care <laughs> what anybody else thinks. You know what I mean? It's like I, you know, I love people, and I. And I actually like, I just love people, right? So it's like, for me, it's like, um, I try not to create limitation for them. By putting them in a box? Or just by anything, you know, it's like, I just, I really enjoy not limiting other people to be what I expect them to be. So... How do you apply that? Like, okay, like, poor Shani. Okay, how do you apply that? When Shani broke up with, with Seb, Yeah. how did you apply that to that scenario of still being such good mates with him? It wasn't always easy. <laughs> <laughs> Shani's human. Shani, Shani's human, right? These beanbags are making so yeah, They make a lot of noise, but they were so comfortable. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Shani... Shani's a, she's a woman, right? And she has her emotional needs, right? Around stuff like that. So I would just like kind of like honor her needs around, you know, Seb and stuff. A few times I didn't because I fucked up and she got pissed off. You know? <laughs> but in general with, with Shani, it's like I know what she needs and I just make sure she gets it, right? Yeah. And I, I kind of do that. Instead of expecting him to do it. So when he doesn't do it, like blowing up, it's just like understanding. Yeah, it's like being a good friend. I just let her be who she is. Yeah. And, I, and I embrace that. I just yeah. love, I actually really love who she is. Mm. I don't even accept it. I love who she is. So it, for me, is sort of like, well, she's got to, I respect her enough that I like let her make all her decisions. I don't have to. I don't need to get involved in her decisions. You know, like I respect her enough that I think she knows what she's smart, man. She's really, she's probably smarter than me. So, you know, so I reckon she knows what the fuck to do. Found it. 
Wait, and wait. if I let her do that, she'll do that, right? If I try to get involved and try to change the way she thinks and stuff, that'll just me be imposing my idea of who Shawnee should be on Shawnee. And it's, that's not who she is. <laughs> Shawnee, yeah. Shawnee. You know, I was just thinking when you said that, like being there for someone when you know they need it. Yeah. I was just thinking that, that like how we, we, we were talking about earlier getting involved in other people's relationships. Like as in like not you thinking you know what's best for them. Yeah. You know, and it has nothing to do with you. And like someone, is, like I was saying, like trying to apply that where like you know someone isn't getting the love that you wish they were getting off this person because you love them. And I was like a way to like, know that that's their choice and they're in that relationship but if yeah. you want that for them then you give it to them you know what i mean where they're missing that part of their life say they're like with your a friend of yours is with with a partner that, where they're not getting the validation you think they deserve yeah you know what i mean then you give them that validation yeah that's you know what i mean idea. you want them to be told by their loved ones that you know they're doing a good job yeah and you are one of their loved ones yeah so you know yeah it's like it's, i was just a random thought i had yeah well, you know, that's the thing, you know, like if you got to like, I always find that it's sort of like for me, the more I'm willing to be involved in what's going on, the more I just get accepted into being me. Fuck, you said something brilliant to me on the phone the other day that just keeps resonating. You said about being annoyed at shit, like about yeah. things being a problem. And you said, when is it ever a problem? when your life's amazing you know what i mean i was thinking about like problems that i was sitting there going oh like oh like and this guy did this and why couldn't this guy do this and you're like if i'm if my life's amazing and i'm just completely in the now and and like experiencing what is happening right now in that moment then like it's like you're about to go down a fucking slippery slide at wet and wild like a, a at a water park yeah you're about to go down some guy spills a cold like a drink on you behind you it doesn't matter you're that excited you're sitting there like Just you know on, man. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. about to go down that thing you're about to take off on that wave it doesn't matter what your fucking bank balance like what fine you just i don't know you know what i mean whatever's happening doesn't matter in that moment yeah and i just remember you saying like when life's amazing like nothing matters so then like then i started thinking about that it's like okay when life's not amazing I'm looking at things to like point to why it's not amazing. You know what I mean? It's like I'm creating the problem. You're finding downsides. Yeah, I'm yeah. finding downsides. I'm sitting there like every time everything's just, I'm frothing, is nothing's bothering me around me. You know what I mean? Because I'm so happy within myself. And as soon as I'm sitting there and I'm suddenly looking at the outside, at the outside world going, oh, they're fucking, this person's making me unhappy and that person's a dickhead and like, this I don't live here because of this. And it's too busy here, and that's this. There, it's like I'm just creating that. Oh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm not happy within myself. If I was so happy within myself in that moment, in that now, it wouldn't matter what the fuck is happening because I'm about to slide down that slippery dip. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as I'm sliding down, you're like woohooing. You're just having fun. Is that selfish? Not at all. Why? It's funny how yeah. people would think things are. You know, like. Loving yourself is selfish. Yeah. It's like that is the most ridiculous concept in my to me it's like loving yourself is loving yourself. There's no conditions involved, you know, it's like you don't there's not even a question mark of whether you should or not. It's yeah, but just you, like you just that's that's our default setting. We are designed to love ourselves. What about like those ultra spiritual people that then it's all about that? You know, when it's like 
I need my time away right now. Like, let's say from kids, like a parent from a kid. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, uh, my spiritual group, like, you know, I'm going away. You know what I mean? Like, and knowing those kids needed them, that's, you know, but like being that self-obsessive, like, you, you know, yeah. or does it just not matter? I don't know. <laughs> it's not me having that. You know, like, I, I love this. Like it's loving like, yourself too much that you actually let is me, selfie. Let me just say something, okay? Like, you know, like, we can all think of scenarios where loving ourselves would be, you know, maybe a questionable thing to do, right? We all can create those stories in our minds, right? Mm. You know, where you can... Like not think, jumping in the fire to save this person yeah, because you'll so, get burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Whatever, you know, like, we can all come up with these ways of thinking, you know, like it's okay not to love ourselves in this type of a situation, right? But it's just, it's kind of like, that's not reality, man. You always get the opportunity to love yourself no matter what the fuck's going on. And when you know it, it's only anxiousness. It's only scared. It's only fear. Which is okay too. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the circle, you know? But you remember what I said, like that thing I was like, as soon as you fear, you die. But then when we were driving here, I said, as soon as you're anxious, you've lost. Mm. You know what I mean? As soon as like, well, you haven't lost, but as soon as you're anxious, you make it hard for yourself. Totally. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if you're fucking nervous, you're in a surf heat, you're surfing. And if you're so nervous, you know, like you can't get to your feet, you can't, because you're thinking when you're in flow mode, you're just in the moment because you're not worrying. You're not caring what anyone thinks. You're just enjoying that moment. You're being your authentic self. You know what I mean? As soon as you start getting anxious as soon as you start fearing you know you, you're not being yourself you're stepping up you you know because you don't know how to be something else yeah, yeah you know what i mean yeah you can get in your own way quite easily mm. <laughs> you know like if you don't if you don't just let yourself be who you are it's confusing huh it's yeah. like it's like this whole thing with you know like i i love the concept of you know like eliminating the ego in my life Right, it's like my life is a meditation about not being in the ego, right? And when it when it happens, when I am in my ego, it just becomes so obvious to me. Like, wow, that's really strange that I would do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of like you know, there's times when I I do, but it's kind of like it's almost humorous to me now. When I when I find myself being in my ego, I just kind of like have to laugh. It's sort of like. Yeah. It's so unbelievable. It doesn't work anyway. You know what I mean? And noticed? I'm doing it, and it's like, why the fuck would you do that? It's not even working. <laughs> I, was, like, I was justifying the other day of something that I wouldn't do. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I don't, you know, I wouldn't really do this, but I don't, oh, I don't know what it was. It's just like, oh, you know, but it was like, I was more worried. I was started, and then I realized that I was worried about what someone thought about something I was doing. Because I'm questioning why I'm doing it because it's not my authentic self. Right now, I'm cutting a corner. I can't be bothered. I think I was eating something. Uh, oh, I ate KFC on the way up. I had this craving uh, for it. And when I was driving up, I ate fucking KFC. And some friends jumped in my car. And I was like, oh, I've got a KFC. Don't normally eat it because I don't. You know, but I'm like, why do I feel the need to like justify that? I couldn't own it. Yeah. Me in that moment was someone who wanted that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, in a way, I was like covering up. I'm like, oh, don't think that of me. I was like, why would that matter? Yeah, sure. It's like, because it matters that I felt like I lacked in myself. No, I, so it's like this self-reflection in a way of seeing your ego. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I making any sense? I'm just, 
Totally. No, it's totally <laughs> making sense to because me. Because how I got confused in that sentence. Like, as I was speaking, you know, like when you're, when you're real high and you're like, you know where you're going and then suddenly, like, you forget where you're going and you're still talking, you're like, and then your, your point keeps coming back, but you've lost the track of how to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing that's not happening. Right now. <laughs> It'd be really terrible. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I, yeah, the ego, I think, is such a fascinating subject because it's sort of like, for me, it's kind of like you, you know, the ego is not who you are. And what I mean is it's kind of like, the ego, ego. Okay. I'll tell you what I think about what the. E- I'll give you my definition of ego and see if that makes any sense to you. Okay, hold on. <laughs> All right, quit moving. You're making the, oh, yeah, the well, beanbag. The air okay, back. Okay. All right. So for me, okay, it's like the ego comes from me not believing I'm good enough. All right. So like you're saying that is the ego. That is. To you, that's your definition of ego. Well, I'll explain it. Okay. Like the ego is if I believe I'm not good enough, right? Which is an impossibility. You know, once you actually wake up to existence, to God, whatever you, you can imagine it being, when you wake up to that, you realize that there was never even a possibility that you wouldn't be good enough. Okay. So once you realize that and you kind of drop this whole story around okay so anyway mm. so if you get to that point i think that's amazing but anyway so let's say you're in a space where you believe you're not good enough right what would you do to get out of that situation because it's uncomfortable when you believe you're not good enough right believe you're good enough okay well that's the smartest thing to do but i think what i what i i'll give you my own personal story what I believed was that I wasn't good enough and I did I wasn't smart enough to turn it around and say that I am good enough, right? So instead Is that a pride? Well what I did was I built I created an image of who I thought somebody that would be good enough would be. I tried to figure out what a guy that would be good enough would be, right? And I embodied those kind of like mannerisms, those kind of beliefs, those kind of, you know, like all that sort of stuff, right? And to fulfill my ideal of what I would be if I was good enough, right? And it was an interesting thing because once I did that, at some point I realized if I keep doing this, I'm just going to keep reinforcing the lie that I'm not good enough. If I keep pretending to be somebody that I don't think I am. Oh, so you're saying you're trying to be someone you weren't. Yeah, I like think I was like, honoring exactly who I was. Do you know, this is, I just, and each to their own, but I've been having trouble, I've been having trouble in my life of what, like, what's real and what's not real. Yeah. As in, like, the more I live down in Crescent, like, the more I'm on my land, like, sometimes I just wonder what I'm even doing. Like, as in, like, all I want to do in life is live a simple life mm. in the bush. So then I'm like, wonder why I do these other things. You know what I mean? And then I'm just like, like, as in like my aspirate, like what I'm trying to go to. And then like, I'm just like, what's real? Like, just always thinking about like, for, but this is for me, like my own, my journey of like realizing who I am. You know, it's like saying like, like I, even I grew up on the Goldie and then lived overseas and I'd never, I couldn't live back there. I'd changed so much. Mm-hmm. So when I go back, it's, it was like I had to, I couldn't do it. 
like I couldn't be that person. So I had to just go be myself. And the more I go and be myself, which is like living like in the bush with nature, like watching fucking plants grow. You should have seen how stoked I've been the last couple of weeks watching grass grow. Oh, so I put grass seed out and just watching nature doing this thing and like realizing that intelligence there and like you living with it and realizing you're part of it and it's part of you and like uh, like the animals cool. that are all around me that's their home not yeah. just mine we all live there together yeah there's kangaroos all over your place I know that's why, that's it, so like, that's why cool. it's so hard with dogs because a dog scent will like just disperse the rouge because it's just like it's not about what the dog's behavior it's just the scent of a predatory animal so the koalas the possums the rouge the everything like stays away right and then i realized one day like because we're not we're not allowed cats or dogs but like tell it isn't about like i live there for the animals my neighbors live there for the animals so i want to respect my neighbors and not bring that in the animals but, but then i was just like that's just how we like think we're rationalized and then i was like but what about the animals? That should have been my first thought. It wasn't like the neighbors. It's that. like, oh, these animals don't deserve to be scared out of their home. They live here. Like, it's just like, I know the ones that like, that guy hangs out under that tree. You know what I mean? Like, man, they've been getting so tame. Like, they just freaking don't move for you anymore. Oh, they don't even cool. move for my car. Like, you're like, oh, he's going to get out of my road. I'm trying to drive out here. They're just hanging out. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that's their spot. They growl at you sometimes because you're encroaching on their spot. It's your spot with theirs. But we have this thing that, like, that doesn't matter. How cool yeah. is this? And so, like, I've just been having, like, this whole train of thought, like, especially come, I just drove back up to Byron and then the Gold, Gold Coast, and now I'm back in Lennox with you. But I'm looking around, and in not a judgmental way, but it's just not real to me. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm driving along, like, I was looking at... Like, I'm building a house, like, right now, and I'm building this bathroom. And I'm looking at, like, the houses, and I'm like, this doesn't seem real to me anymore. And then I'm thinking about it, but who am I to say what real is? Because, like, a pygmy could be looking at my place going, that's that's not real, you know what I mean? It's just what level, but it's just like, I've had to go find myself at the level and the spectrum that suits me. Yeah. Rather than just sell into this first idea. So now, like, when I'm on the Gold Coast and I'm driving around, I'm looking at house to house, close together, close together, concrete, it, everything being, like, molded. Like, this park was built here. It was designed. It wasn't yeah, how nature intended yeah, it to be. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We designed that. It's like, I'm looking at that, and then the the SUVs, just the culture it's, itself, like, what the general... You know, you go to Byron to Gold Coast, it's a very different culture. What people wear is very different. The, the general, like, family car is very different. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? This is yeah. like the collective consciousness here. This is the collective consciousness over here. Yeah. And that spot wasn't my collective conscious anymore. You know uh, what I mean? You yeah, know, just yeah. like by what they're into. Like, it's just like I wasn't into that anymore. Like, you know, by every means of the word of what wasn't real to me, of me not being myself. And like on this journey of like finding myself, it's like, you know, like traveling and living in different, in different cultures and everything. But then also like, yeah, yeah finding a home, like a place. You know what I mean? It's like I've done all this and like I've found where I've like I've found a place that for now and almost just for right now, who I am as a person suits that. Suits me. Yeah, yeah. It suits my lifestyle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not gonna say it's always been there, but it's such a hard transition coming back. I was looking at fences today. Because like I live on an eco village and no fences that backs on a national park. And like fences like as I was driving down, I was just I went, I was gonna throw my uh, apricot um, now peach seed out the window mm-hmm. I was eating and I was like oh I don't want it near the highway an animal can't like get run over and then I was like I thought oh I'll throw it in the center of the highway because you got the animal barriers on each side I'm like nah because like something's going to die trying to get it <laughs> you know what I mean and then I was like but if, there's no barriers that can get here and you're thinking about like animals it's like we're telling them like animals know like you guys can just live here 
That's yeah. your spot and not thinking that they roam or even understand fences because what is the fucking concept of a fence? Like a line to keep two things apart, to keep two things separate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I kind of get it. But now that I live without them, it makes, they make no sense to me. When I'm watching them, I can like, I put like a string, like I was doing a string line down my property line for this bathroom that I was building to see like where I was from the, the edge. And man, the amount of ruse and stuff that nearly got KO'd by that thing, just a string. Like, no one used to be in there. And I'm like, fuck, I've got to take this down because animals are going to run into it. You know uh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I was like, only like a 30-meter string line. I was just marking this one bit. But it's just like, they're not used to it. I'm like, yeah, why would they? Like, why would that be there? Yeah, they're you know, going to they're they're mess in. that up. Yeah. And I just find it so funny that like, and I get it. I fully get it. But it's just like, that it's like fences don't seem real to me. Like in my world, it's just like yeah. they, they don't have a common, what they, they don't have a function in the world that I'm living in right now, like in my space. So when I see it, yeah. it's harder for me to see the function because it's just like, that's not my um, values right now. Yeah, totally. Rather, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not going to definitely be putting up a fence on your place. <laughs> that's nah, not but happening. It's, but then at the same time, it's like, yeah, like I was saying, who's to say it's wrong to do that? I'm just like, but what's wrong is when I pretend on that person that likes fences yeah you know what i mean like who am i to say that joe blow down the down the road shouldn't have a fence you know what i mean that's, that's what he wants is whatever you know what i mean yeah. that's his life kind of thing you know it's not for me like it's like but it's like oh what was i talking about i don't know <laughs> i tell you though when you get your little your first puppy okay you're gonna probably put a little fence around and protect him i know <laughs> You know, get it? It's like, I get, I get it, man. Puppies are awesome. Well, there's fence, like the ocean's a fence. No, but I'm just saying this train yeah. of thought. Like, it's just like, what, what I'm kind of getting to, it's just like, if I went and built a fence in my place right now, because that's what everyone was doing, Yeah. up where what I think I should On be doing, because what everyone's doing, then I would not be happy, and I would have only done it for them, because of what I thought I should do. Uh. But right now, where I am, I'm in a situation where I don't want that. I don't need that, so I'm not going to do it. But if I was to do it, I wouldn't be being myself. So I was like, this whole journey, it's like now it's like when I go back into like the old world kind of in a way, like not the old world, but you know, like parts of myself who I used to be. And I like, because you just constantly grow, you know, like you always, but it's like if I go back to like 10 years ago, me kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't suit, like I don't suit there anymore. It's not me. I totally, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah, and and that's, you know, I guess everybody's in that same position, you know, like everybody is just evolving, mm. you know, like, it, mm. you know, and it's so, yeah, it's so interesting. And, you know, and I think that oh, I, was, I was listening to this thing on quantum, quantum theory, and it was so interesting, and they were saying the only way anything exists is in relation to something else. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I just, just that just fucking blew me away yeah. because it's sort of like you know like yeah you know, the reaction yeah and, and it's just, like and I, I look at it like this it's the more I relate to existence you know the more I relate to who I am who you know God let me be and all this kind of stuff right the more I get in tune with that the more it feels to me like it's just such an easy way to be in the world. You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's frictionless, you know, my life is frictionless. Yeah. You know, like I don't feel like 
you know, I just don't struggle. You know, like the other day I was having a conversation with some people and I thought, and I thought to myself, you know, I'm not sure how I'm coming across, right, to these guys. Yeah. But I said to myself, you know what? If I'm true to myself and I love myself, I'll just do it the way I feel like doing it. You know, and it was like, I got so comfortable with that, you know, like just saying, you can't fuck up. You can't make a mistake. You know, the only way you can is by not letting yourself be yourself. Kind of, you know, it's the only way you can make a mistake. And if you're in integrity, fuck, it's just, it's just, we're in the flow. Did I tell you when I dropped that fish in the guy's bag? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, this is so, okay. On the, I was on the Keppel Islands. It was when I was camping on there and I was just spearing. I was just by myself. Yeah. When I, and I went spearing and I caught, I caught a whole heap of fish. Yeah. I was coming back and I'm like, fuck. And I seen a couple of yachties because the yachties in the bay off where I was camping, like they were stopping there for safe haven on their way north. But I was the only one on the beach. <laughs> like, so these um, yachties are walking on the beach and I met them and I said, oh, hey, I'm going to cook some fish on the beach um tonight there's heaps i've got heaps of fish so if you guys want to want some fish or whatever i've got too much they're like yeah sweet so the word got out put it out on the radio yachty like yeah cook some fish you know do so everyone all these yachties bought everything that's when i met the geordie the witch and went the guy that i went up going sailing with uh, but i was sitting there and like so we, we set this fire and everything we're getting all ready and then i pull out a joint and me simon and this other guy brenty the two other other guys that i ended up sailing with they're like yeah yeah we'll get high so we start smoking this joint. A few other people wanted to. And I looked over and the whole time there was this old kind of sailor dude, this one old guy that was just like in disgust. He was like, I could tell he's like, who's this guy like camping on the beach or whatever. And now he's like, I don't know. He just had a, th- you could t- I could tell he didn't like me. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to make a bit more of an effort with this guy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we get high and everything, everything's vibing. Did this guy get high? No, no, no. Only okay. like just a few of us, but I could tell he was judging us by getting high. Yeah. I offered it to him, yeah. but he was like, no, like as in like, why would you even ask? You know, kind of, you know, when people are like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, whatever. So we're having this, this barbecue up and we start cooking, but I start getting really fucking stoned and I'm cooking the fish on the fire. And, like, I put it on and then Brenty and Simon are talking to me and, like, I'm forgetting about the fish. So this guy walks over to the old sailor and he's like, hey, hey, your fish, like, the fish, you know, like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, thanks, man. And I turn, I'm like, fuck, I'm not winning at all with this guy. Like, that's two strokes down, like, shit, you know what I mean? So anyway, I do it, go back, I'm talking to the guys. Again, I forget about the fish. He comes up. <laughs> like, Wait, mate, you watching your fish, the fish or what? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, fuck, this guy really thinks I'm an idiot, right? <laughs> Uh, so I go back you gotta get him to do the fish yeah man. okay so I go back talking again and then I realised that I turn and I was like fuck I forgot the fish and I was like nah I was like oh you know what dude he looks at me and he's thinking like oh I'm an idiot he's like look man yeah I'm obviously too baked I was like I reckon you should cook the fish man and like, t- like take it off me I'm like I'm not you know what I mean he's like oh so now he's like oh this guy can't even like you know what I mean? So, in but my he does mind, it. But he does it. In my it. mind, this is what I'm thinking that he's thinking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's thinking, really. But like, yeah. in my interpretation of his like body language was like, oh, now this guy's fucking like, can't even cook the fish. He's an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, dinner comes out. We all we all cooking because a few yachties bought some different things. We had the fish and everything. So we start having this banquet. And I was like, all right, I'll make another effort with this guy, you know? Yeah. So I go up and try, have like a real good conversation with him. 
Yeah. And I just can't get anywhere. You know, like we're just trying to have a conversation with someone. You can't, re- like a new person, you just don't crack him. You're like, nah, there's nothing. Like, oh, just give me I one got, word I answers. Got nothing on this Yeah. Guy, <laughs> one, one word answers, just like, you're a dickhead, man. <laughs> you got a beanbag and an apple. No, you send me up. You just like, oh, come on, the noisy background podcast with your old man teeth trying to chew. Yeah, looking at your saliva and shit. <laughs> you said, oh, oh man. It's so good. Nah, you look good eating an apple. I know. I, look, I just felt bad I for roasting you. I look good doing all I love that we have that relationship. I'm going to put a of shit on you. Fuck, man. Life's so good. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I just kind of like tripping. Oh, you know how sometimes... Mm. You've got a certain relationship with someone that no one else has, and then other people try and have that same relationship either with you, and it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like no, some no, guys, I don't. You no, got, what do you, you say? You've got a nickname with someone. Yeah. Say you and like one other mate, you just call each other like Tonys because one time you're out and this Tony guy like yeah. something. So you and only you two know what's going on. So every time you guys see each other, you just go, "Hey Tonys" or something, you know? Yeah. And then some guy from down the street comes in and goes, "Hey Tonys." They're going to look at him and go, what? What? Me? Know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe he was there, but we just didn't see him. <laughs> what were we talking about before? I don't know. What were we talking about before? I was coming to this great point. Really? Oh, no, well, I was having realizations as I was saying it. I was learning. Because oh. I don't know this shit. I don't even know what, what I'm saying is... It's Legit. just right now what I'm experiencing. Yeah. What I'm obs- it's, it's what I'm observing from my experience. You know what I mean? I was going to say I'm learning it, but I'm constantly just learning. You know what I mean? That's what we do. We just get better and better and better at whatever we do. It's like, that's why, like, oh. and that's one of the things I always oh, say. Fish guy. <laughs> Wait, let me just finish this thought. Okay. We just get better and better and better all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... If you're, you know, like spending a lot of time loving yourself, you fucking get amazing at it. <laughs> you just get so mm. good at it that life just becomes a fucking effortless, effortless but in highly enjoyable experience. Because you're allowing yourself. Yeah, constantly like, allowing <laughs> yourself. Sometimes yeah. when I get anxious, I just mm. say, say, I literally say that in my head, like, "Oh, you shut up." <laughs> No, I literally will say, that guy that's giving you shit yeah I'll, no, I'll literally say it in my head just be like just allow myself to do this allow myself to have a good time if I'm real nervous just like this is what's happening one option I can just either enjoy it or be anxious exactly. I'm going to choose to enjoy it just be like take a breath and boom it's like singing on stage or something fuck I couldn't and I'd probably have a meltdown but like I did that at this party there was a party at our land and like a little stage up and we got up and like and we all sang together my mate called me up and I was like, yeah, so I sang this song with him. I was so freaking scared. Wow. But you liked it. But I loved it. Okay, the fish oh. guy. Okay, yeah. so wait, we're on the island and this guy, actually the fish, the banquet. We're back on Keppel Island. That's what I just remembered. So this guy was giving you a hard time. <laughs> Is that the guy? Yeah, no, yeah, the guy who didn't like it. Uh, oh, you like thought me. didn't like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway... 
talking about? <laughs> okay. The fish guy. No, okay, so he didn't like like it. So I was like, all right, dinner's up. I'm going to try and make a solid effort with this dude. I need to put in a bit more work. Okay. Yeah. So see if I can crack him. I'm going to win him over. So I went over and tried to have this conversation with him. Just didn't get anywhere. Just like one word answers. I'm like, nah, he's not into it. So I'm like, all right, I'll just give up. And I remember saying to myself, like, it doesn't matter. Because he doesn't need to like me. And I'm having fun anyway. So allow myself to have fun without the, like, the eyes of his judgment of yeah. what I think, you know. Yeah. So I just started having a good time, whatever. And I was already out. Yeah. But we're sitting there. And on the table, there was like, I don't know, tables. And there was like a, no, there was a lantern. Yeah. And people started stacking their plates or their fish scraps on this thing that was on top of the lantern. And it wasn't like perfectly balanced. But I didn't know that. Everyone was just stacking their fish on it. So the end of the freaking night... All the people like scraped their fish off onto this one like big plate where the skeleton of the fish was and everything that was balancing on this lantern that I didn't know. And I'm over talking, having a great old time. Meanwhile, I'm the last person holding a plate. So I stand like go to like get rid of mine and I go and tip the fish on this and plate, which counterbalances it and it falls and lands straight in this person's bag. The whole big fish oh, carcass and shit. <laughs> and I'll fish out. Like and I've looked down, this bag I was like, oh, and I've gone to like pick pick it out. And I don't know whose bag it is. Next thing, the old sailor dude runs up. He's like, don't touch it. You've done enough. <laughs> he's like, you've done enough. And takes the bag and walks off. And I was like, just start losing it. Because no matter what I did, this guy was going to hate me. Yeah. And like, I couldn't control it. Well, I wouldn't even say it. No matter what I did, this guy was going to dislike me, but it didn't matter. So this is like a Hollywood movie with well, a bad ending. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like I realized it's like I can't control it. This guy, if he's not going to like me, he's not going to like me, but I'm not going to not be me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But it ended up that you did get to be friends. Nah. Really? Yeah, he walked off his back, said, I've done enough because I've wrecked, like, well, I dropped a fish man, carcass. Tough like, crowd, sweet. man. <laughs> You even laugh when you squeal into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> How good's. Oh um, man, a mate of mine's got the funniest giggle. I love it. What's it sound like? Oh, I couldn't do it. I don't mind if you could, what would it sound like? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what's a giggle to you? What's well, a funny giggle? Like a person. Wow, let me think about that for a second. It's a hard question. I giggle. Girls giggle, don't they? Girls like to giggle. Yeah. I love the way girls giggle. It's so cool. It's cute, eh? Oh, it's ridiculous. Being a man and trying to imitate that is a waste of time. (laughs) Watching people laugh is amazing. Mm, mm. Yeah. What did we tell Fabian? Oh, we can't say it. The guy down at the. Don't they? Don't well, they won't know where we were though. We can talk about what we talked about with Fabian, but they won't know. Only Fabian will know. We'll tell him to listen to this and see if he can pick it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what did Fabian say to us about favorites? Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. In his business, he's got all these awesome chicks working for him, right? One in particular that I think is really amazing. But I'll leave that to your imagination. <laughs> that just sounded so creepy. No, 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 no. Because I don't want to. 
tell I don't want to pick favorites with those guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's that one that like your energy gets along so well with that girl, and he's always like he's always laughing at each other. Yeah, you just vibe with someone. Well, all of them. What's that? Anyway, the whole the whole crew of them, right? They're all awesome people. So when I go in there, I understand Fabian why he says you can't have favorites. Why? Because I get grumpy with you. <laughs> it's self-preservation, yeah. man. Yeah. I just like having a good time everywhere. So it's like well, people start building up resentment. I read yeah. this like thing yesterday, Batuta Advocate. Like it's like a fake news article, yeah. and it was like girl becomes less attractive to to guy after what she was initially attracted to he still does or something like it was like mm. it was like insinuating like let's say like this chick's attracted to this dude for going surfing like for being a surfer or whatever yeah and then she's hanging out with him and it's like oh what are you doing this weekend oh i'm going surfing you know and starts resenting it ah right yeah yeah, yeah. that's a tough one <laughs> It's t- we'll give some advice on that. Oh, what do you do, about? <laughs> How good is watching people laugh? Here's my advice on that. All right. Okay. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Why? Well, you don't have to be that guy. Mm-hmm. The guy that cops shit all the time. You just don't have to be that guy. Just like, you know, like if you can imagine, you know, like the guy that's really having a good time with the girl that he's with, be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't be the guy that's getting shit from his girlfriend. It has to go both ways. Oh, wait, you know, it's No, you just like, that's your creation. It's oh, like, yeah. Once you know that this is how you're, this is what you. And that's not want. by changing anyone. It's just like you might be with the just, wrong person that you can't do that with. Or even maybe you've just never tried doing it. Just like 100% enjoying yourself no matter what. Oh, okay. Not, at the, not to their kind of detriment, but just you're not going to compromise on enjoying. Because it's like I reckon if you're getting together with a girl, right, and you 100% love yourself, right, so you're going to want to continue to enjoy yourself the way you really like enjoying yourself. You don't want to really, you know, compromise on that. You know, you know what I mean? You like you love yourself that much and you don't want to you don't want somebody to slow you down on that level. Right? So, if you don't compromise and you're meeting somebody for the first time, they just accept that that's who you are. You know? And it's sort of like and if for some reason later in the relationship you you seem to think that they're trying to control you, it's really that you just haven't let yourself do what you wanted to do the whole time. You just stop. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then for whatever reasons, you know, whatever reasons you think you had to do that. I don't know what that would be, but let's say you did. And now you're not that guy anymore. And my suggestion is just don't be that guy. You know, mm. just stay who you really are and just kind of like find the person that loves you for who you are and you know what I mean? Like Steph. <laughs> She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You're going to be afraid to put this in your podcast now, aren't you? 
Because I said the name. Well. <laughs> no, I'm fucking scared. You know what I mean? I'm so scared of commitment. So it actually has nothing to do with her or anyone or anyone I've dated before. I'm just fear commitment so much that it's so hard for me to like say it or even get there or know where it's at. So it's like, I f- like I can find someone and like really have an amazing connection with someone, mm. but I just have this thing in me that it's like I'm not allowed to do. That. I can't do that. It's not, like I'm just not going to do that. You know what I mean? So I put limitations yeah. on it, yeah. and then it's just like this is like a moment where I've like allowed myself to open up. I've dropped a few walls, mm. and it's so weird. It's like Steph says to me, she goes. Because we're mates, and that's the thing. And she said to me, it's funny, like, you um, could stand on top of a mountain, but you're the most scared of women. Oh, like, wow. Fuck. And so, like, she said a few things to me that have just been so, like, fucking mind-blowing. I'm like, well, this woman is so fucking awake and intelligent. She's said a few things to me that have just gone, like been such huge realizations of my own fears and my own like things that it's allowed me to like hang in and just be like and open myself up in different ways so and this has been this huge learning curve the last like month or so hanging out Mm. with her Mm. like this huge learning curve of like of just me as a person and in in different scenarios that i've been too scared to be in or won't be in Mm. like literally just having someone come down and stay like just hang out just have really good time and just like no expectations, no nothing. It's just like, but able to hold that space. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like thinking about it. It's like putting your foot in the water, but you don't have to fully jump in. So you get to test the waters. And I'm like, when I was younger, I'd just jump in. Like, why yeah. am I so scared now? Like, why? Like, like, and it's always been through times. I'm so scared through times where it hasn't worked. And on all the times that it hasn't worked is when I've been anxious. Is when I haven't been loving myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So past relationships haven't worked because of boundaries I haven't set for myself by not loving myself enough. So it's yeah. like now of like, you know, stuff's been bit like, it's just like when you say like, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship because I want to, I want to go to Fiji next year. And it's like, well, what the fuck does being in a relationship have to do with going to Fiji? You could go to Fiji. You could both go to Fiji. You could do whatever you want to do. Right. You know what I mean? But I've said yeah. that that's not okay. I've said yeah. that I don't want to have, you know, I've said that I've, oh, yeah. And then I'm, yeah. Well, the truth is you're afraid of one China. That's right. <laughs> when you first said one China, I pictured this like big African woman, like like more like like a, a witch lady. Yeah, and I'm like, what's one China? Cool. Picture this witch lady. <gasps> yeah. yeah, and then I realized one China. One China. <laughs> Maybe one China is a big African witch lady. She puts it, it's Mother Ayahuasca. One vagina. You know what I mean? We're scared of it because of the power it has. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. I mean that in a chi way. I mean that in an energy. Like how much power your energy is matched with like a female. Like as as me as a male being attracted to to a female. Mm. How much your energy can be like we're scared of their power. You know what I mean? It's like I'm scared. Like it's like that. We're talking about like the like yeah. the African lady one giant. Yeah, it's but like, it's, it's, it's the chi yeah. of the woman. Like we say that because we like try and be like, dude, she's like a vagina. But like, no, it's like it's the whole thing we're scared of. You know, it's the power that that has, and it's just like that's where their difference. 
you know, we say like, oh, you know, power of the, you know, the saying power of the pussy. Yeah. But it's not that. That have the same for us. You know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent. It goes both. It's ways. the same thing, but it's just like that. It's because the energy is so strong, and it's amazing, and we're attracted to that. It's so amazing to have feminine energy in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. It is. Like just like it is. Like you know, it's. I love going away and doing boys trips and just having like just the dudes and just that energy. But I love just hanging out with women. Mm. Like my mum, my sister, like friends of mine that are girls, like having their energy around as well. It's like, it's amazing energy. It balances mm. you, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, you, you find who you, you know, you find who you are around them, you know, mm. which is nice. But yeah, to yeah. be honest, man, I've had a, I've gone into some fears and learned some shit about myself in the last, it's just, I reckon the last six weeks have been the one of the biggest learning curves in my life of the last mm. like few years. You know what I mean? And it's just like how much stuff this podcast has taught me, how much stuff my travels have taught me, how much stuff I've gone and done for me has taught me. Like it's like this own like learning journey I've been on. And then suddenly like in six weeks, that's what I mean. The last like six weeks, just like seeing different me in different ways. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm learning different things about myself, like going and hanging out with Steph. You know what I mean? Like just like, starting to just like hang out and just go surf and like have fun together. Mm. It's just like I've seen myself in such different ways I didn't know were there and I don't know if I want them to be there or not. You know what mm. I mean? But it's just like I love, it's like I'm learning all these new things about myself, you know, feeling different emotions that I haven't felt, you know, S- you know, mm. seeing different insecurities come up and being like, whoa, I didn't realize that, you know, something happens and you're like, oh, nah, yeah. it's all cool. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, nah, it's all cool. Like, and not like wow, that made me feel insecure. Like, what the fuck was that? Well, you know, it, you know, it, it's inter- it's insecure, right? Mm. Feeling insecure, but what is insecure? It's kind of like not feeling safe, you know. And it's kind of like, and I think that the the interesting thing with relationships is wow. that you it's not feeling safe. You become dependent on each other. You know, as much, you know, yeah, you actually become dependent on a partner if you're in a relationship, right? So, you know, you know what I mean? Mm. It's sort of like, well, there's certain things you do and certain things she does, you know, and it's sort of like they really complement each other and you're kind of like so happy in that situation, you know, Mm. like it can be really beautiful. And so I think that human beings are just, we've been bred to be insecure. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like we're the best cowards ever as a species because we've been the ones that were the most cautious right cowardly yeah, I take that back but we're cautious we're naturally cautious because we wouldn't have survived unless we were right so genetically we've been selected to be cautious cautious human beings you know that's what we are you know we're kind of like kind of fearful even you know in a lot of situations you know because if you weren't fearful and the lion was on the other side of the rock and you just walked around the corner, you got fucking nailed, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so like we've been the guy that didn't walk around the corner unless he checked it out. It's the guy that survived. And yeah, he so it's spread like his natural genes. selection. Natural selection. For so it's just, like yeah. we, so you're saying we have those insecurities for a reason? Yeah, but you can use them to your, you can also, okay. Because then when you say that, like when you say it like that, then it's like, oh, it's meant to be there. We're meant to be yeah, insecure. But then I guess like, but the thing is, like, but do you let, want me, to be? let me let me say something. If you weren't mm. open to emotions, right? If you didn't like insecurity, right? Well, then you obviously don't like love. 
and you don't like hunger and you don't like there's yeah. so many things that human beings are you know and it's yeah. like you can't rip it's like saying you don't need your tonsils anymore it's like we've been studying science for a few hundred years and like these organs grew in your body over fucking billions right yeah. and they're in our amazing wisdom we say oh you don't need tonsils anymore we'll rip them out you know, then they say we've like, evolved past them, and was, yeah, that's yeah, what like, they say. That's just what we know for now. But they're the you know your tonsils are your lymphatic tissues, and they're the first thing that when comes into your body they get stimulated, right? So they're telling you straight up you're eating shit food, or you're doing this, or you're doing that, right? You need them. It's like they're there to serve a purpose, man. It's like first line of defense, your tonsils. And everybody just keeps eating shit and drinking Coke and stuff <laughs> and destroying their tonsils, right? And their tonsils get sore. They go, fuck, it's my tonsils got to get ripped out, man. Just, but it's like it's like an alarm bell just saying, dude, you're fucking up so bad. Someone listening to this who had their tonsils out is going to go. I know. I had my tonsils and adenoids out as a kid. It's insane so that they did that out, to me. Yeah. They took them out when I was a kid. If they would have asked me, do you want your tonsils and adenoids out? I would have said, fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine, dude. Leave me alone. You know? Yeah, that's, it's like, Isn't it insane? Well, it's like circumcision. Yeah, exactly. I'm circumcised. But I often wonder, I'm like, would I? That was a mean thing to do to you. I man. know. I'm like, know? I wonder if I've got trauma around that. I don't know. Fully. I was like, I wonder if I've got like... um. I wonder if I would have rathered it. Like, I just, like, I don't know. So it's like the thing was I didn't get an option. Just like, you know what I mean? Well, you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, a, it's like it's getting a, a car with like really nice tires or something. You know, it's, it's kind of like you don't want to rip them off and put shitty ones on. You sound like a shitty. You know, you're given nothing. You know, but you're given a bit of protection. You know, it was a good thing. Yeah, you know, it was a good thing. You know, and they just ah, oh, he doesn't want that anymore. Mm. Rip it off. Pretty crazy. Uh, human beings are funny. We're so funny. Well, you know what I find? This is another thing that I've been like thinking about about like this whole like, you know, like what's real to me, what I find real, like with nature and everything. It's like collective consciousness. Mm. You know what I mean? And the decisions that it makes. And when it's the collective conscious, it's like you watch society go through waves of what's all right and what's acceptable and what's not through trends. It's just a trend. It's like in a way you could play the stock market like this. You Mm. know what I mean? Of what the general consciousness, like what people are feeling the energy of the general consciousness of what they're feeling at the times. You know, like whether if it's like racist issues and we need to do this, it's just, or like like orphan issues. or like You know what I mean? Like the what's like how the energy around each scenario in life flows like ups and downs mm. and wherever it sits on that spectrum you know you could play to that but it's just like i've like been looking at that and what's real to me you know what i mean and like so like on collective consciousness oh we talked about this like when i was saying like living in crescent that's just another like way of like exp- like talking about that of like why I live in Crescent because it's the collective consciousness. But like yeah, looking at it and observing yeah. it, but realizing where you're part of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Where you're selling to it. It's always so scary to look at yourself like that when you like have an opinion about something and then realize you don't know why you have that opinion. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like I know nothing about fucking politics. I literally know nothing about it. Yeah. I don't follow it, don't do anything. But when I was a kid, like my dad 
said I had to vote Labor. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just, I've always been told they're the good ones. And to me, they, from what I know, they, it seems like they suit my values more. Or the Green Party, you know. But I have yeah, no Green idea Party, about yeah. politics. But I'm like, I wondered one day, I was like, I literally know nothing about the other parties or who they are, what they are. But all I know, know is that they're wrong. And then I'm like, actually, how do I know that? I don't know anything about them. It's just I was told that once. So I had to stick to that. Yeah. And I was like, why am I even sticking to that? I don't know what anything is. I can't have an opinion on it because I don't know it. You yeah. know what I mean? I literally don't follow politics. But you can have that in any scenario of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, just being how's, honest with yourself. How's that's also a charge word. Like if you bring that up, people get on edge. I got on edge even saying the word. You know what I mean? Politics? It's like when you're in like a like at a dinner party, no one bring up religion, politics. Like you know, there's like things you don't bring up, but just like it just turns. Yeah, money, everyone. religion, and politics. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. People, yeah, they're funny like that. Yeah, and, uh, it's it's different a little bit between here in uh, California with that. You know, like because uh, Elvin's always telling me uh, you can't bring those topics up at a conversation. She's always telling me that. And, you know, like, I tend to. Oh, know? that's what you talk about in California. Yeah, that was what, that's, you know. you Because that was the general consciousness at that time. Yeah, people were interested in what was going, how we were being represented and stuff like that. People were really, you know, a lot of people were active, you know, doing demonstrations against, like, nuclear power plants and stuff like that, you know. Mm. So it was like the population was just really out there, kind of, pushing to see what you know what they were kind of like there was nothing that wasn't on the table sort of in mm. a way when you had a conversation with somebody how's you can change the general consciousness because it's what's trending so it's what's being marketed it's what's being marketed to you it's like you want to be be the change you want to see in the world i think about that a lot because yeah. this is like when you do it other people do it you're trending you know what i mean yeah, yeah marketers do it that's how they sell products they change the trends by it's like literally awareness the more people that find out about it the more people that know about it the more people have the option to have an opinion on it you know what i mean yeah. be the change you want to see in the world the more people to see you being the person that you want more people to be the more they see that that's the trend that they can do that yeah you know what i mean sure i was just thinking when you're saying that whole thing i was just thinking about marketing and well yeah and and you know literally that's what we're all doing we're all marketing ourselves you know, continuously, you know, it's like you, okay, the concept, the idea behind marketing is that, you know, you're successful at something, right? Something, a venture becomes successful because of marketing. And it's kind of like, well, we're, we're a venture, you know, I'm a venture, you know, this is my life, you know, it's like, I'm just having a good time. And I want to market myself because it's kind of like, well, I'm opening myself up to all these amazing possibilities. You know what I mean? By marketing myself. So it's, and it's like not in a financial way though at all. It's like by marketing myself, it's kind of like, I mean, opening myself up to love, right? And then the more I do that, the more opportunities existence has to just give me that outcome. How do you open, how do you open yourself up to love? How do you not open yourself up to love you know that's the question it's like it's kind of like opening yourself up to love is the most natural thing you can possibly do think you know like 
Okay, if you always figured, like if, if a question you were asking yourself is whenever you're doing something, what would be the best way to love myself right now? You know, just like ask yourself questions like that all the time. You know, when you're doing something, say, well, you know, how, what would be amazing right now? What would be like awesome, you know, like, or how would I love myself really, really well right now? You know, in this situation, what would I do? Well, you can do it. To, I was just thinking about like to love yourself. It's like literally you have to, well, it's like a byproduct of that actually when you love yourself. Because I was thinking about loving everyone around you in every scenario. And then I was like thinking about like running into like, say like a junkie in the street, but still being able to have love for him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Not necessarily because you're not putting any judgment in it because you're so, because you love yourself. You know what I mean? So there is no, it's just like, yeah, I just pictured people, like yeah. judging someone because that's just your ego. Like as in you looking out going, oh, like, look at that banker in his suit you know what a freaking and then you're like wait it's just a dude man like you know the family probably just a really person. fun cool guy yeah and yeah. just like love them don't worry about that you know what i mean it's just like being able to love like love without judging but it's just like that you do that when you love yourself because you have no need to judge yeah. you know what i mean because you accept it because you're not comparing yourself to anyone so it's yeah, like exactly because right. i was just thinking exactly about loving right. everyone around you is a great way to love yourself you know what I mean? Because the byproduct, like that, is what happens when you love yourself. It's like you're gonna love everyone around you because it doesn't matter who they are or what they're doing. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. It's yeah. back to that, like what we're saying at the start: jumping down a slippery slide. It's just like once you jump down, you're not worried about what anyone's thinking. Don't have time for it. You don't have time don't for have it because you're having a good it. time. Yeah, you're going you're down a gone. freaking slippery slide. Yeah. What happened to you jumping down the slippery slide? I know what happened to you, but. Like, you never really spoke about what happened to you, like, the life realization that you had. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was... Okay. Just recently, I went down the bell in a water slide. If you're going to do that, you you got to be careful. You called me. (laughs) To get you to go. It was your birthday. It was after your birthday party. I was back on the Gold Coast. I had, like, a family thing. Yeah. And you called me going... Dude, we, we're all smoking joints. We're on the way to the waterfall. You're missing out, man. And you're in the car with everyone smoking joints on the way to the Ballina oh, water slide. Tell it how it is. I oh, know, I know. I was like, <laughs> and you run up all excited. Oh, yeah. And then I, co- I covered myself in like, uh, Shani. Thank you, Shani. You almost killed me. <laughs> She put sun cream all over my back. I told her to to do it though, right? To make you slipperier. No, I didn't know that it would make me slipperier, <laughs> man. I just wanted a piece, like, because we're going to be out in the sun all day. So I thought a bit of protection is not going to be great. I just idea. thought that'd be a great idea putting like soap on you. How fun are water parks? Well, the thing is, you would go too fast then. That's that's what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, anyway, so. I, I got hammered at the water slide. I got like eight stitches in my eye and uh, I bunged up my shoulder for a little while, right? Okay, so interesting because I did that, right? And uh, I actually had enough wit after that happened to ask myself, you know, what was that all about? You know, what 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 was I doing, you know, at the water slide, right? And... I felt I 
it was the most valuable lesson I think I've ever, one of the most valuable lessons I've ever gotten in my life was getting banged up in the water slide, right? And I just kept, it just keeps coming back to me. It's like, yeah, I don't like the fact that I got banged up in the water slide, but it would have been worth, it's worth every, you know, possible, you know, injury that I got out of it, you know. Which is being completely knocked unconscious. Yeah, I was knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was pretty, I was pretty messed up, right? But anyway, but what I got was that, uh, it was about arrogance, you know, and just arrogance in the way I've lived a lot of my life, you know, like just, um, why as in like you're trying to prove something I think you know like just being me part of my ego was about being arrogant it was you know the I believed that, that being arrogant was kind of a good idea maybe right mm-hmm. because it's like somehow I I noticed that it was coming up a lot for me in after thinking about what had happened at the water slide, it just kept coming up and it's like, there's something with arrogance, you know, and like, and I, it's just, I'd be honest with you, I'm still looking at it, you know, what it actually means, you know, to be arrogant and stuff. Yeah, like, as in like thinking that you've got this, like you, as in your calculated risk of jumping down a waterfall and how fast and how hard, or was it more like you wanting to go faster and harder than anyone there? more of the second one so there's competition <laughs> so you're more like watch this yeah fuckers. i had something to prove yeah, yeah, watch yeah, this I fuckers to, yeah i had something to prove you guys got nothing saying it you're yeah. saying it to like eight-year-old kids you got nothing yeah. squirt watch this running trying to prove yourself to eight-year-old kids at the water park you were weren't you 100 <laughs> Look what I look what yeah. I can do. Yeah. But it's but it's like I love I love that I got that. But dude, you can pull it off. Like I that's one do. thing is like yeah. you can pull it off. It's yeah, like you usually do. When I was like I couldn't keep up with you in the kayak and I was trying to run you down <laughs> and you were out running me and you and I like fully competed. I'm trying to chase you. I was trying to catch you. And you're just going hard, you know what I mean? Like it worked for you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, fuck yeah. Like I could not get Rio <laughs> smashing me. You know? Yeah. No, I'm, well, that's why I thought I could jump in the slide like I did, you know? Because it's like, yeah, I just thought do there's you know, no stress, no problems here. Do you know what my uncle did? Mm. Okay. This is, oh my God. So I had these backpack, uh, these travelers staying at my place, these Polish yeah. travelers. And my uncle come down and he was helping me, um, Oh, these Polish travelers are from the Symphony Orchestra of Poland. How cool Dude. is that? Okay, okay. I'm going to put it at the end of this podcast because I've rec- we. Uh, it was raining. My uncle came down to build a bathroom with me. Yeah. And I just pissed him for like a couple of weeks straight, right? And so these got, other guys are staying with us. And one day I just started jamming my guitar to the rain, just playing to the rain. Yeah. And so I ended up recording the rain, then recording my guitar to it. And then I got them to play bass and viola to it it's amazing and then i did spoken word over it it's amazing man man i'm I'm gonna play it at the end of this dude i i wrote a thing benny came upstairs Mm. and i was sitting there and i was like i'm trying to write lyrics and i had written some lyrics i'm like no no and benny goes to me he goes what is the song like where were you in that moment when you're playing it with this rain like what was happening you know and he's like, what was happening in that moment? He's like, close your eyes and I'll just write it down. You just talk to me. So we press play. 
I closed my eyes. I had the headphones on so I couldn't hear him. And I literally just said this thing about like standing on a cliff and watching the storm come. And then I wasn't scared. I was just going to stand there strong because I can play like in the storm. It was just this thing about like seeing beauty in the darkness. And then I say, seeing beauty in me. It was literally these lyrics that I said right there and then in that moment of what I felt with the rain. And like, it was just my interpret. It was just my expression at the exact moment. And then Steph was downstairs, like having a lay down or laying on the couch. And she heard us doing it. And so she wrote a response when I spoke. And then that night she read it out to me. And it was absolutely amazing. And she goes to me the other day, I said, oh, can I record that and put it over it? And she's like, oh, no, I, I didn't, re- like, I want to think about it and, like, I'll write down, you know, like, a better thing or whatever. And I was like, no, I don't, no, like, because that, Perfect. it's your authentic expression. That is the moment. You know what I mean? Then we're not trying to do it for anyone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, no, it's this expression of this art, like, that we're doing. It's not for anyone else. It's just the expression of us right now. You know what I mean? You That was you in that moment. That was me in this moment. That was the guitar in that moment. That was the viola. That was the bass. It was all in that moment. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. It was the rain recorded in that moment. Yeah. You know? So it's like, but it was just funny like about like that. She did such an amazing job. And as soon as I was like, yeah, put that pressure on. Like, yeah, like I validated that. It was like, nah, I need to change. Like it's not good enough. Not good, You know? I was like, no, but it is. It's exactly. It's amazing. It's exactly what I want. And yeah. I think it's exactly, yeah, who she, exactly what she said in that moment, allowing herself to be her complete authentic her, was who I wanted to connect with. Was that a complete oh, authentic her? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like that with anyone in life. You know what I mean? We've talked about it before on this, getting offended when someone comes at you and you know they're not being their authentic self. They're trying to sell themselves to you. And it's just like, dude, I, I just yeah. want to connect with you because it's not a real connection. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's just like yeah, drop the act. Time, it's just like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? It's awesome. Yeah, well, that, it's and awesome. that's that loving everyone because you're accepting everyone around you. Mm. You're literally just accepting them for them. It's just like dropping the act. This is who you are. It's who I am. Sweet. Yeah, just actually just, you know, like having a conversation and watch. And, and if, if you're noticing yourself, notice that you're having a great time <laughs> you know what i mean you know what i mean like yeah. if you're noticing yourself it's sort of like well yeah okay you can do that and i just find that uh it's like i'm almost rooting for the home team all the time you know it's kind of like i always give myself some positive feedback when i'm listening to myself and i go fuck you really do love people you're really connecting with them or you really you know you're really making an effort right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're here. You know, or and I, re- if there was one regret that I have in my whole life, it'd be that there have been amazing fucking people that I've met that I wasn't authentic with, mm-hmm. and I regret that because it's like, what would those connections have been like? You know, they're like these are like these amazing experiences you can have with people, you know, finding out who they are and, you know, like actually understanding them and stuff like that. And just like so enjoying that other person in your life, you know, that you're just kind of like going, fuck, how wonderful is my life? Because they're in it. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's probably a lot of those moments that I missed. It's like as soon as you take expectation off that person, too. Mm. You know what I mean? 
you don't have no expectation of who they you want them to be so you're not like waiting for that it's just like when you're just allowing them to be them you know dropping what you want from them just mm. allowing them to be there you get to see them mm. and so you just get to dance with that but it's, it's like you see it in relationships that's all good and then like they try and ch- like one part you know it's like no nah, no nah, let's change that you know but it's just like because that's your expectation you don't like that about that person because it's your expectation of what you want it has nothing mm. to do with them yeah it's all your shit yeah and it's somehow some, and then you know where's that stuff come from you know and it's kind of like think about your whole life right and all the wacky fucking beliefs you've had you know mm. like and the shit that your parents taught you what a relationship was and all this kind of stuff you know and you're kind of going it's kind of like because that's yeah, to the break interpretation that. yeah, yeah so it's like there's that all that conditioning so it's just like you just got to break the mold yeah you just got to say you know what it's kind of like i'm just jumping you know like i'm just going to find out what it means to like not us not have a script for my life yeah you know what's that look like you know how and how fucking refreshing and freeing that is to not be reading from a script you know to walk up to somebody and meet them and just fucking be yourself and expect them to be and and enjoy them being themselves yeah enjoy letting them be who mm. they are you know like so That's you like can actually you make a connection and it, like you can't control someone's outcome but you can love them it's like out of our own fear we try and control what they do it's like i get this thing where people in my life i it's like i when people come in and think they know how i should be mm. you know like family members do it and you're like ah oh, like it makes me go crazy and it always has it's like don't tell me how to be like i'm just me you mm. know what i mean it makes really makes me buck but it's just like it's coming from a loving place but it's just like there's one thing to that it's like they're wise because they've been through it Mm. right but it's like they have their interpretation of it you know what happened to them they're saying don't don't do that because you know this the better Mm. way to be is like hey if you're going to go down that way be careful at turn three because there's a crocodile rather than you can't make it you can't do it because it's only your own fear Mm. you know what i mean you remember cat steven do you remember cat stevens at all yeah he was really famous he did a song about that about a father and a son and and the lyrics are just mind-blowing it's just kind of like you know how can i disagree it's them that know not me there's a way and i know that i have to go so what does that mean it's kind of like yeah okay just because other people have had an experience and they know it right and they think that i should know it as well it's like, I need to experience that. Well, it's why the guru gives you a test. He doesn't give you the answer. Because if he, if he just gives you the answer, you just feel it on the surface level of the mind. Mm. You know what I mean? That's why the guru always tests you. He gives you a riddle because you've got to figure it out. You've got to feel it. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. how you learn. Yeah. So it's like giving the riddle is giving the clue. It is saying, hey, be careful at turn three. You know what I mean? It puts you on the right path. Mm. But it's not saying you're not capable. You know what I mean? Mm. yeah yeah they're trying you know like so yeah and that's and uh, you know the thing is i think that sometimes we we get caught up being not allowing ourselves to be human you know it's like mothers you know it's like you can argue till you're blue in the face that you know they should let their kids do what they want to do and not be afraid for them and you know this that and the other thing and you know like because but they're programmed. 
their DNA tells them to care and to, you know, like, do anything they can to help their kid. That's just their DNA, right? And it's like, you know, and if you're a man and you're trying to explain to a woman, oh, I'll let your kid just do what she wants to do or... You know, I trust your kid, you know, like, she's okay. Like, with Shawnee, that's always been an issue with me and Shawnee and her mom. It's like, I fucking know that Shawnee's smart enough to take care of herself. I don't even question it. I just allow that, you know, and I think, you know, if she needs, any, she needs to ask me something, I'm happy to tell her something, but uh, if she invites me, right? Mm, unsolicited advice is so Yeah, annoying. yeah. Yeah. So someone's yeah. saying you're not good enough. You know, coming exactly. over and saying, like, you get so offended by it. I was thinking about, like, why do I get offended by that? It's like, because someone's coming over and going and thinking that I don't got this. Yeah, they you think know they I mean? know better than me what I should mm. be doing. And when someone does yeah. that, it makes me question myself. You know, I had a friend doing it to me not too long ago. Like, coming over, I was trying to build something and just, tell, like, I'm oh, not nah, wrong, wrong. But, like, instead of being there, when I get stuck, then asking because yeah. it's for me to figure out. So I'm sitting there and I just got in this anxious ball that everything was wrong, but nothing was. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like unsolicited advice is what it is. It's like being there. Yeah. Because unsolicited but, advice. But a mother is always going to give unsolicited advice. <laughs> That's just who they yeah. are. Oh, yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, I'm so not, it's yeah, not I'm even just, wrong. It's not, you nah, know, it's just like. I just realized I can't even go down that topic because I just lose. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a mom. Yeah. It's like, it's, like, like, it's like I just, I've just. From noticing, I, I wouldn't say I'm very scientific about it, but it's like I've just noticed that women love their kids so much that they just want to fucking do, they want to intervene in their lives to help them out and shit, you know? And it's like, and fair enough, that's just the way they are, you know? Mm. And it's kind of like for me, you know, like being such a different type of being a man and having my approach, it took me a while to learn that it's like, you know, just because I have an approach doesn't make it right. It's just, that's my, you know, it's my habit. That's what I do, you know? Fuck, I just had this huge realization. Mm. And you said, fucking like a huge one. Mm. So, we've talked about this one before. I'm having this conversation with a light elder before you brought up my dad, right? Mm. And about not having expectation. And someone just allowing them to be them and they accept accepting who they are. Mm. So I kind of went down that route and I still couldn't do it. It's just too hard. Right? And a recent thing's come up where he got in a bit of trouble and I couldn't, I didn't want to man up. It was a really weird situation for me because my uncle went and helped him out and I was like, I felt like a, like a biological son, I needed to do something. Mm. And I hated the fact that in me I didn't have that relationship that I wanted to. Right? Where if it was my mom or my sister or anyone else in my family, like I was just like, and I was sitting there just then, I was like, as you were saying that, I'm sitting there, I'm like, why am I so angry at him? Like, I'm just angry. Like, like it was like I could justify my anger. It's like, no, no, I'm angry, you know, blah, blah. And I was like, it's like, no, he, that's how it is because I'm angry at him. It's like, I don't want to give him that. And then I just realized I'm not angry at him. I'm hurt by him. And then I show that by anger. You know what I mean? Just being like, but like, nah, same as relationships. You know, you said to me, it's like... Oh, that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah you know, it's like, you said to me, I was like, you, someone asked me like, oh, I'm still friends with Lexi, like my ex. I was like, nah, she won't talk to me. And I was like, nah, she just hates me. I think I said that to you. I was like, nah, dude, mm. she just hates me. She's not going to talk to me. And you said to me, no, she's hurt by you. 
Mm. It's the same scenario. It's just like, that's just how she shows it. And I was like, no, she doesn't care. I was saying to you, like, no, she doesn't care Mm. because she's angry. (laughs) I was like, that realization. Lexi will always care. Lexi's awesome. But she masks it with her anger. Yeah. But that's also what I was doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can relate to that because I know that with, with Lex or whatever, but I didn't realize I was doing it myself to someone else. So I was judging her for it. thinking she's an idiot. She's wrong, you know? And then I realized like, fuck, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. It's my own dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. When did you come to this realization? Just then. Oh, good. Okay. that's the thing what this is what's tripped out us like <laughs> just having a chat adventure t- chats anything it's like this podcast has taught me so fucking much oh yeah you're because you're i'm constantly this. sitting here like talking to people about their insights and what they've learned so you're getting like a first hand like hey like be careful at turn threes as a crocodile i'll be turn you know what i mean i'm just learning so much of people you know what I mean? So I'm sitting here with this conversation with you and the more I open up and just be like, you know what I mean? Because it's not, it's just about the experience that I'm having. Yeah. So this experience is like for me to like not hold back and say those like like personal things. It's like my experience is to get that, to get like like insights off you that I get to learn from. So you're saying something as I was opening up and I got to have like realization. So I just had a, had a huge one. You know what I mean? Wow. I'm not angry. I'm hurt. Because why else would I be angry? Yeah, right. You it know what I mean? It makes sense. Yeah. I'm just mar- like anger. When you're angry, it's just because you're hurt. That's why it's when you're funny sometimes when you see someone in the, like an adult and they're just literally just throwing a tantrum. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know you, what I mean? Have you, have you had one lately? Um Yes. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's oh, I so did. Funny. It wasn't really... Ta- yeah, like... I had someone, a family member, love him, being impatient with me. Mm. I was trying to do something. And I was like, just hot, dehydrated in a hard spot. And then had someone being like real impatient, just going. And I was like, don't fuck it. And I was like, fucking treat me like an idiot. Started snapping. And I'm like, fuck. And then we had to give each other a hug after. No, I was just one of those like, nah, that was, it didn't mean to be. Yeah. That's, yeah. Good. that's good. I got some. But you recovered fast. Yeah, because it was yeah. like, I really, like, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't angry about like yeah. No, I haven't had a big a big tantrum for a long time. And like I said like said to you, I had a ta- yeah, tantrum I suppose, like when I was at, out at work on that last construction job I did where I was just losing it. Maybe and when you said to me, There's no problem when your life's amazing. Mm. Right? Mm. So I'm tired, I'm overworked, I don't want to be there, I'm over it, I just want to go home, blah blah, blah blah and then this guy comes up starts he was mistaken he got told to do a job because it wasn't done right the first time yeah and so he went looking for the guy who did it the first time to tell him to blow up at him he comes up to me thinking it was me yeah but i didn't do it (laughs) it wasn't me that did the job someone else so he comes up blowing up at me wanting an apology that i'm gonna and i was like first of all i was like first of all what's your job what do you get paid to come here to do He's like, yeah, to, to go fix shit. And I was like, what are they asking you to do? Go fix something. I'm like, I was like, the third of all, it wasn't me that did it. It was pretty funny. I ended up snapping. I was like, because I was just over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if I was in a good zone, if I was in a good zone. Could have had fun with it. 
I can have fun with it. would have come off and be like, it doesn't matter, dude, I'll help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be like, it wasn't me, but whatever. Like, you know, but because he came up and I wasn't happy within myself in that moment, instead mm. of coming at it from love, I came at it from anger. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went like, no, fuck you, dude. Like, and I was like, <laughs> like, I was like, I was ready. Like, I was angry, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was feeling like, like agitated, like, like. Fuck if, you know what I mean? Happen. Yeah, it, exactly. Happen, yeah. Like how he came up to me, and then I said, like how I went to him was aggressive that could have easily turned into something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was ready for that. I was like, "Fuck this guy!" Blah blah. And I was just like, "What the hell?" Like yeah. that isn't me. And like, I realized like it's like when I was in like the lowest point, I was just like, "I don't want to be here." I'm like not happy. Like, what am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be. You know? And it's like because well, it I wasn't happy because oh, I wasn't loving yeah. myself and valid, like do, like loving myself. Yeah. It's just like I couldn't, I couldn't be the best version of me. I couldn't come from love. I came from anger, and like who wants that? You know what I mean? That's like I I use my body a lot when I'm trying to like understand what what's going on for myself. Like let's say it's like I'm I'm uh, I just feel how my stomach feels, or right? like you know when I'm doing something or I'm with people, I just feel into my body for a little bit, right? And I just, oh, wow, you know, like, what's going on for me? You know, because my body doesn't lie. It's like if I'm uncomfortable with the situation, my body will tell me. Yeah, you're you know, fully, you know, that when you're scared, like, the hairs will stick up on the back of your neck. Yeah, like, you, you know, know just like, so I just, like, tune into all this stuff that's going on for me, and, and I go, you know, like, okay, and then I understand where, you're what's going on. you edge and you're stiff. Yeah, and then I understand what's going on for myself, and I go... Now I'm aware of it. I can choose to continue with that or I can choose to see that I don't have to continue with it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of like, I, that's why I like feeling my body a lot. You know, like I just, I'm always kind of just like trying to, I notice how my body feels a lot, especially in my guts, you know? And it just kind of like, it tells me, you know, it's like I trust it. Actually, a lot of the times more than what, my brain's telling me, you know, I just kind of go, oh, yeah. Now that my stomach isn't going to lie to me, my my head might. But, you know, like, my stomach feels this way, so it's like I know that's what's going on for me. I had a friend call me the other day, mm. and I was so excited to talk to them. You pissed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just brought me up so much that I had butterflies. Uh, I was like, you know what I mean? I had butterflies. I was like, oh, like, and I was just like, holy fuck. How good. I want more people like that in my life, you know? Wow. Who was it? It was a girl that I met at a party. Yeah. That the next day, it was actually at Christmas, when Steph, <laughs> Steph broke a rib. <laughs> man, the next morning, man, it was so fucking funny. She was trying to whap, mm-hmm. do the whap dance. Oh, no, that isn't when she... That's when she tore her leg. Oh, my God. Is this Steph? Yeah, she keeps getting nailed, man. Oh, she man. nailed herself at this party anyway. We get up the next morning and poor Steph, like, she's suddenly, like, all the bruising from the night before from falling. That's why she fell on this table. It was, like, coming up and I'm like, oh, my God. So I get up and there's only one other person up. This is Alex girl. I go over and she helps me get Steph. And then... Step like, all right, we're gonna like go have to get like coffee. We're gonna like we start cleaning up and doing all the shit for like yeah. everyone. And I'm just start talking to this chick, and her and I just fucking laughing like she's just like this legend, right? And anyway, she calls me the the other day. 
And I couldn't remember who it was. Because yeah. I'd only met her the one time. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? She calls me and starts laughing and getting on. Straight away, I remembered. I was like, holy fuck. You know what I mean? I had this hilarious conversation where it was like, you know how you said every time you go down to the corner store down there, that girl down there, you just laugh like hell with because you get the same sense of humor? Yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. that. I just met someone and I just bounced off her. Like the two of us just kind of got each other. It was just like, yeah, man, I get you. You know what I mean? You're safe and I'm safe. You know, we get each other. Yeah. You know? So we just started like fucking laughing together and like, you know? Anyways, the same thing again. I'm like, yeah, this chick's a fucking lord. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking brilliant. Man, I've got that with this Swedish guy. Man, I've got that. I love people that I have that with. You know what I mean? Like people around town, you have these like special. <laughs> I've got this one mate. Oh, Jad. And all I do is pick on him. We just pick on each other. Like I don't even, t- like it's literally, it's just setting each other up. He was the guy I put all the toilet paper in his laundry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know, you have someone, you're just like, you know, like when you're at school, like you're looking at someone's eyes and you just can't stop laughing. Yeah. Like those type of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's so many fucking good people, man. There's so many. When you're allowed to be. Yeah. Like when you go to the service station, you know what I mean? Quit all yeah, judgment. Have fun at the Quit all judgment station, of anyone, man. anyone that you're with, you can connect with. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like we sometimes think like someone doing their job, but we can't have a connection with. You know what I mean? It's like, this is the service attendant. We talk to them like this and this only, blah, blah. But going in and treating like a human being. No, man. Gets your discounts too. It works, it works because you become friends with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's literally, when we got stuck in New Zealand when the fires were happening, like down in Sydney, we couldn't fly in. We are stuck at the airport. I just kept going up and making friends with all the people at the desk and getting um, food vouchers. I had to get like 350 bucks of food vouchers that we ended up like feeding like feast, then going to the pub in like the bar and offering to buy people's dinner for them for that if they buy us beers. You know what I mean? Be like, how much oh, is your dinner? And they're like, yeah. oh, it's 50 bucks. And be like, here's 60 bucks of food vouchers. We'll go pay, get yourself a dessert and you give us like 50 bucks or 40 bucks. You know what I mean? And then we're drinking beers. And then we went and bought a whole heap of Hershey these chocolates and went and gave them around to people that were working around the airport it was sick you know what i mean but what i I just kept going up and talking to the freaking um flight people and just being like because they knew and everyone was stranded but i was just like treating them like people everyone was blowing up at them because their flight had been delayed yeah you know what i mean they're stuck there and it wasn't their fault it was the weather so it was like there was nothing they could do you know, there's nothing we could do. We'll stuck there. Yeah. So instead of getting up and like, I was just treating them like humans. But I started becoming mates with them. They give me heaps of like food vouchers. And then this is the funniest thing. It comes up to where we can check in and go through. But the line's huge because all the freaking things. But I made mates with the dude and I said to him, mate, like we've got all these surfboards and stuff. Do you mind? Can we just put them through or whatever and then check in later so we don't have to carry them around? And he's like, oh, man, just come to the front of the line. So I was like, yeah, go run and grab all my mates. And I was like, oi. This like, and so this like supervisor goes to another desk, opens up another one just for us, puts all our stuff through. Then as he's putting it through, we've got surfboards and overweight, all this stuff. And I had paid for it on the way there. Yeah. Like pre-booked it. So it was Lexa. She, like we did a deal. I was like, oh, I'll pay for the surfboards on the way there. You pay on your ticket for those ones. Yeah. On the way back. She forgot to. So we had like these two big surfboard bags that we hadn't paid for, and you know that could be would be like five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. Because we're mates with the dude. He's like, oh man, nah, it's all right. Like we'll just put it through. You know what I mean? It was just like everyone was like, what the fuck? And I was like, these poor. I didn't do anything. I literally didn't do anything. 
other than just love the poor people. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were doing their job. They're at work. I didn't have to look down on them because they were like doing a service for me. I didn't have to like think I was above them. I could see them as a human being that they have just gone to their job for the day, you know, and they want to have a good time. And next thing, the weather event in that they don't have any control that we don't have any control of is suddenly a problem. Yeah. And now it's a problem for them because their day's changed. And then you've got these people going up going, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, like, it's like, that's just you in another life. That's all it is. You know, it's like that's that's everybody you meet is just you in another life. Mm. You know, and it's kind of like if you start to get that, you know, it's like there, there's no such. Does that there's mean like, not a possibility that we're not the same. Like you can see yourself in every. Is that like how I am, like Buddha I am says, in everybody? Like Buddha like, says he can like love a racist, like a rapist mm. kind of thing. Like, you know what I mean? He can love like the. He can and, love a murderer, you know. Yeah, he can, love a murderer. Love a murderer because he can see it within himself. Yeah, because it is who you know. It's like, you know, don't tell me you've never had like just you know disturbing thoughts about other people or you know anything yeah. like that. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, so like anything anybody could be, you could actually be that in yeah, another and life, in that in moment. another life. Yeah. You know? If you were brought up, you know, like if. And it is you. I mean, that's the that's the funny thing. I mean, that actually is you there. You know, like you are me right there in the other beanbag yeah. in this room. It's like the illusion is that there's some sort of separation, you know. But I mean, it's like once you start to realize the whole of existence is who you are, you know, there's, there is no separation. I mean, if source ends, you're gone. You know what I mean? But source isn't going to end. Source is, you know, source is the plank plane. Source is... The whole of existence. Which is love. Which is love. Yeah, unconditional love. Mm. And that's exactly who we are, you know. So it's like if I'm that and you're that and everybody else is that, where's the separation in that? You know, it's like show me that if that person is who I am, exactly the same thing, where's the separation? It's just that I'm having another experience over there, you know. So that person that I meet is just me in another lifetime basically you know it's just that's all that it is you know and it's like and if it is me in the other lifetime in another lifetime and i'm me in this lifetime might as well fucking party with myself you know what i mean i might as well just like look after myself you know i might as well just like love myself that kind of comes back to control like you realizing who that you are a part of everyone else that like you are capable of being any of those people around you and it's and if you think you're not, it's literally just a lottery of the ingredients that you are. You know what I mean? At the basis of source, you could have become anything. You could become that. You could become this. You could become who you are now by the by the like the environment that you're surrounded in. By like, you know what I mean? You could yeah. have had any one of those factors that made up you, but you ended up being your unique self, right? But you could have been any one of them, and you still could be. You, you know what I mean? Be, yeah. And that's like when you're saying that, I just kept thinking control. You know what I mean? When you're looking out. You know, and not realizing you could be any one of them or that that life isn't just one manifestation of love. It's like when you're looking out, you're seeing divide. You know what I mean? When you're looking out, you're seeing... Um, you're not seeing connection. Yeah, you're not, yeah, seeing, not connection. seeing connection. You know, and it's like, yeah, and it, it's, it's kind of like, come on, it is true. You are that other person. It's mm. not... It's not that's not a well you're uh, severely limiting like limiting yourself yeah 
it's well you're trying to control a, it when you say i'm not saying you're that other person as a metaphor mm. i'm actually saying you are that other person in yeah. another life that's who you are you are divinely connected to the, each other yeah. everybody is you know and it's sort of like once you start to see that it's just kind of like fuck yeah you just why not? well you're trying to control when you don't see it you know what i mean when you're yeah. not accepting that person over there when you're not loving them it's because you're trying to control the situation yeah because you're scared because you're fearful you're anxious you know what i mean it's and like it, why else yeah. would you try to control it if you don't want it to happen you can't allow it to happen you don't want to let go of that idea you only don't want to let go of something because you fear yeah. You know what I mean? So and trying if, to control yeah, how other control, people should be. It's just yeesh. Yeah, I was just thinking about like trying to control how other people should be instead of just loving them. That guy over there is not good enough. You know, blah, blah. I can't love him because he's not good enough. And it's just like, you're literally saying that through your own fear when you break it down or trying to control how that person should be yeah. because you're fearing within yourself. If I did outcome, that, if the I outcome, wouldn't be good enough. Yeah. If I, did, if I acted like that, if I behaved oh. like that, if I was that guy... If I was in his shoes, I wouldn't be good enough right now. But you know what? It's, you're not in his fucking shoes. You know, just yeah. let it go. You know, because it's kind of like that's his job. I always think about that. It's just like, and I say it to people for like a reference of me because I get. It's just like how the like you said it to me. How the fuck do you know how anyone else should be? Yeah, you're not them. You know Ooh, what I mean? And yeah. you're trying to like, and at the same time. You don't even know how yourself should be. You're trying to figure that out. Like, well, I'm trying to figure out like who I am. How? Well, you know, think about it like this. It's like if if okay, if I thought I knew better than you what you should be doing, right? And most likely, I'd think that about most people I'd meet, right? Uh, I I know better than him what he should be doing. I know better than my girlfriend what she should be doing. I know better than my best friend what he should be doing. I know I know better than my boss what he should be doing. You know, it's like okay. So you got all these people that you're running their lives. Yeah. <laughs> you're wasting all your fucking time <laughs> thinking about them and the way they should live their lives, right? It's like, how fucking stupid is that? You know, it's what? just, well, I mean, think about it. It's mm -hmm. like, get all this amazing gift of time given to you and then waste it on a bunch of shit you can't do anything about. Even if you thought you knew better than somebody else what they should be doing, you'd have to fucking live their life in order to do it. What if you're in a position where what they're doing affects you personally? So, like, as in you don't like that, so you don't want to be around that. So then what do you do? Like, you can still accept it and be like, all right, that's who they are, love. I like that in the mornings they like to punch walls. That's okay. But I can't sleep next to that because I like to sleep in in the morning and I don't want them to punch a wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like accepting who they are, their expression. Then how do you like do it where it's like, you know, it's well, like you, a, are you attached to that person? Because I mean, you know, nah, no, nah, if it was like not. attached, like let's say it's like, oh, let's say it's your dad. You're like, yeah, oh, I love this person, but nah, like them in my life is affecting me. Then I, I think you just honor where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, it's like, it's like, I like a lot. I love people, but I mean, it's like there are people that are train wrecks. You know, that I don't want to actually spend a lot of time hanging out with. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like, you know. Bad influences. Well, well you know, really like they're entitled. Like they're I entitled. I love you, but I don't want that needle of meth here. Yeah. Me right yeah. Now, man. I'm you're, actually going to go. Yeah. <laughs> you're entitled to be who you are and everything else. Mm. And it's kind of like, and I'm, me, I'm also entitled not to do anything I don't want to do, you know. And it's like, 
And if self-preservation is part of the equation, I'm going to look after myself. Yeah, Dude, I've got to go. Yeah, I know. I know. i got to piss. <laughs> I've got to piss too, but I've got to go. Man, yeah. I've got to leave 10 minutes ago. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Steph, we love you. <laughs> See you. No, I've got to I'm, yeah, drop it at the airport. I know. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's ex- that's your job, motherfucker. <laughs> I offered. No, so you're so fucking. Lit. If you're a reasonable man, you will do it for her. I reckon. I love her. I think she's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> down at the stones, my feet planted, edge of a cliff, I look out, the storm is staring at me, but still, still I feel strong, I observe and all I see is beauty, beauty within the darkness, beauty within me. the eternal traveler. The spirit of the warrior lives on through all those he serves, those he willingly sacrifices the beating of his heart for, those he loves he would take his last breath for, as the fire within his heart burns brighter than the fear of death itself. Fear is merely a droplet of water, swallowed up and lost in the sea of his unconditional love. Don't call him a hero, for he will tell you this label is not his. No, he is merely a man humble and true at heart. He is one with nature, a relentless force of nature. To serve is within his nature, it's the nature of a brave man. Yet his internal battles more real than those he fights with his fists, his own reflection more painful than his flesh wounds. For violence does not make a proud man proud.
a place where ego, not power, and the worries heart. Although at times haunted, he finds peace in the knowing that he's driven by the force of love. He is the armor embodied. If the warrior loves you, he is your shield. Know that you are safe. He will show you the way in the darkness through the glimmer of the stars. Sit silently in the forest, hear him speak. Through the rustling of the leaves, the language of the trees. He is eternal, as love is a part of us that never dies.